Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Our readings this evening speak of both the justice of God and the mercy of God. And this is one of the great mysteries of God, that in Him, justice and mercy are the same. They're one. They're united in a perfect harmony. For us as human beings, we usually tend to think that it's, it's either one or the other. Either you be just and you, you, know, you punish the wicked, you give somebody what they deserve, or you be merciful, you forgive, you, know, you let something go. It's hard for us to, to see how justice and mercy can be in harmony, but in God they are. And because of that challenge, we tend to go to one of two extremes in how we think about God, but also in how we relate to God. And this is sometimes something that we're not even conscious of, but if we pause to reflect upon it, we can usually see ourselves in one of these to extremes, and we want to strive to come to the middle where the truth is found. One extreme that people can tend to, to go towards is to think of God as a God of justice without mercy, to really overemphasize the justice of God. And what follows from this in, in my mindset and how I relate to God is that I have to follow the rules. If I want God to love me, Right? I have to do what's right. I have to follow the rules because if I don't, God is going to punish me. God's going to be disappointed in me. God's going to be mad at me. And so there can be a tendency to view God under an overemphasis of justice, that God is a judge and he's waiting just to catch us when we do something wrong and he's keeping track of everything we do wrong and he's constantly just kind of disappointed in us. And in order to be good, then I have to follow the rules. And if I'm good, if I follow the rules, then God will love me because God is just. And if I'm able to do that, you know, some people are pretty good at following the rules. Right? But there's a danger. If we start to think that that's because of our own virtue, because of our own goodness, it leads to pride. It leads to the Pharisee in the gospel today. Lord, I thank you that I'm not like the rest of humanity. I'm, I'm not like those sinners. I'm a good person. I do what's right. And subtly pride and judgment can creep into our hearts. We start to look down on other people who don't follow the rules, according to our understanding. Or, you know, many of us struggle with following the rules. We have a hard time always doing what's right. We have our, our weaknesses and our difficulties. And if I think that God's love is dependent upon me following the rules and I constantly find myself struggling, then it's going to lead to frustration, beating myself up, not thinking I'm good enough. And it could even lead to despair. But some people go to the opposite extreme. They rightly recognize that as a, a false understanding of God. So you can, the pendulum can swing to the other extreme and people can think or relate to God as if he were a God of mercy without justice. That God is just merciful. He never judges. He never punishes. He doesn't care about rules. 
God is love. God is mercy. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how you live. Because God loves everyone. And that is true. But that is not a correct understanding of the mercy of God. Because if we divorce God's mercy from his truth and his justice, that can lead to licentiousness. Well, I can just do whatever I want. Right? God doesn't care. I can live however I want. And in the end, he's still going to love me. He's still going to, to welcome me into heaven. Everybody goes to heaven. Because right? God is mercy. Both of these are extremes. And the truth is found in the middle. That God is a God of justice and mercy. That in him, they are perfectly united. And we see this played out in the gospel today. The tax collector is the one who walks away justified, even though he was objectively the one who broke and didn't follow the commandments. But see, God extends mercy to anyone who sincerely asks for it. God extends mercy to anyone who sincerely asks for it, who humbles themselves before the Lord and says, Be merciful to me. A sinner. That's the one who walked away justified. Whereas the tax collector, or sorry, the, the Pharisee, he was confident in his own righteousness, in his own justice, falsely thinking that he had no sin. And yet that was his greatest sin, his pride, his arrogance, his judgment. And because he didn't ask for mercy, he didn't think he needed it, he didn't receive it. He walked away not justified. Another beautiful example in the life of our Lord of this is the, the woman caught in adultery in John chapter 8. The law demanded that she be stoned to death. That's not what Jesus did. He asked her, has no one condemned you? She said, no. And he said, neither do I condemn you. But then he said something that people sometimes leave out. He said, go and sin no more. Because in Christ, mercy and justice are united. There is mercy for those who ask for it. But then there is also the command to go and sin no more. That if we love Jesus, we will keep his commandments. But this is good news. That God exalts those who humble themselves. None of us are perfect. None of us always do what's right. And it's very easy for us to beat ourselves up about that, to think that we're not worthy, to think that God is disappointed in us. But that's not true. God is a God of mercy and love. And he gives that mercy to anyone who asks of it. But then he does ask us to go forward having received his mercy and strive by the help of his grace to keep his commandments. And this is how we're called to live, not exalting ourselves, not thinking that we're righteous without Christ, not thinking that we're not in need of mercy, but acknowledging the truth that we are, because that's the only way to receive it, to be lifted up. Christ came to save sinners. He came to save us. And so to develop this attitude and this mindset of humility to go throughout our day acknowledging when we fail, humbling ourselves before the Lord, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And he will, always, endlessly, no matter how many times we need to say that. 
God never tires of forgiving, as Pope Francis once said. It's we who tire of asking for forgiveness. We get tired of having to confess over and over and over again. But God never gets tired of forgiving us. This is the good news that God is mercy, that God is justice, and in Him, these two are perfectly united. And if we humble ourselves before the Lord, we will receive His mercy, and He will elevate us to eternal life.